Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I'm talking about the new comics that I picked up on July 10th, 2019. Um, this is week 28 of 2019. Um, I am recording this exactly one week later, but I have not picked up this current week's comics yet, so I'm technically not behind yet. Um, and, and since I am not going to be behind, at least not this week, because uh, I'm, I'm recording this episode right now. So how about that? Um, first of all, um, well, let's see. Was there anything that I wanted to talk about? So I didn't see any uh, new movies. I didn't see, watch any shows um, since the last episode. Um, I believe I talked a little bit about Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, which is awesome. Go see it. It's awesome. Go see it go see it it's awesome um i did pick up shazam on blu-ray that came out uh yesterday or maybe it came out last week it, one of the two um but i i picked that up on blu-ray um uh ultra ultra hk 4 b h dc oh my god uh ultra hd 4k um but i have not watched it yet um i might i might watch i might put that on um when i go to bed but it won't it'll, i don't have a 4k tv in there um i'll just watch the regular blu-ray of it but um yeah i'm super excited to, to have that now um but uh i don't have any shazam to talk about uh other otherwise um it was cool i saw that they had titans out season one out on uh blue not blu-ray it was on dvd they only had it on dvd at target um but i need to check on amazon and see if they have it on blu-ray even though i'm subscribed i can watch it whenever i want to on dc universe um i like having the blu-rays of all of the dc stuff like all of it literally all of it i have like that's the entire top shelf above my tv um uh, plus some other stuff it's like piling up with other shows that <laughs> other other movies and stuff that i've gotten uh recently like uh what do we have up there um all the johnny english movies i watched those recently those are really fun um the wrestler is up there uh sheena queen of the jungle uh, that's not the name of the the, the the movie it's just called sheena uh christine happy death day to you uh the original happy death day i think that's also in that stack um but yeah uh overlord big uh some other stuff so uh those are all piled on top of all the dc stuff and i need to i need to fix that at some point uh get those tucked away somewhere else um so that the dc shows can shine um so uh yeah i still have not watched any of the the second half of the new season of Ju young justice um it's on dc universe i and i still haven't watched any of swamp thing i watched like the first couple minutes of the first episode um but it was like a weird viewing situation so i wasn't really getting into it so i, I gave up on trying to watch it at that point but um i'll watch it sometime i'll just do like a, a full season recap or something um after i watch the entire season at the end there sometime after the end maybe i don't know uh, but this week, uh, let me start out with the comics that I did read. Um, I would have gotten this episode out um, a lot sooner, but I wanted to make sure that I, I read at least a couple of the books 
um, or actually all of the books that I could that I'm caught up on um, or that are brand new books that are uh, that I can just jump right in with. So uh, first of all, these are uh, I read them in alphabetical order. So I'm going to I'm reading I'm going to go over them both in the order alphabetical order and the order that I read them because I did read them in alphabetical. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Batman universe issue number one, we have this whole thing with a Fabergé egg and a bunch of, uh, Batman's nemesis throughout this, uh, throughout this book. Uh, we got Riddler in there, a whole slew of Riddlers. That was really cool. And, uh, kind of the twists coming out of that. And then, um, yeah, there's like some, something, something going down in Amsterdam. Um, and I'm excited to, to read more of this story. Um, I forget what exactly the Batman universe book like ties into. I don't think it ties into, maybe it ties into heroes in crisis. I can't remember. Um, I still need to finish reading heroes in crisis. If it does come out of heroes in crisis, like I have no idea how it, how it ties into there because I'm like, I, I still have to read like the last three issues, but I should go I should just go do that um, <clears throat> because all the issues are out now and I can do that. Then we had black cat number two. Um, oh, in that uh, Batman universe, I, I wrote down from the books that I read um, some of the credits or like all the credits. Um, I rated this book. Um, I'm going to start giving the ratings of the stuff that I did read. I'll tell you guys what I rated them in my app. Um, I mean, I've, I've rarely even, uh, rated anything less than a seven anyway. So it doesn't really mean that much. Um, but then again, I pre I, I pretty much only buy books that I know that I'm going to enjoy at least at a seven level. And really the a seven is the ones that are like, yeah, I, you know, that was all right. I still enjoyed it, but it could have been better. Um, so I gave Batman universe number one, an eight out of 10. It was, uh, written by Brian Michael Bendis, um, art by Nick Darrington and, uh, color by Dave Stewart and letters by Josh Reed. And, uh, yeah, I don't think there was a variant cover or anything, but, uh, it's cool. It's, it has like kind of an old school feel to it. He's got the, um, it, it, it it's what, what's. Is it kind? It's kind of Art Deco in a way. Uh, I just like the the angular qualities to his face and stuff. Um, yeah, it's it, I do like that cover. Um, but there is not a variant, unfortunately. Next up, we had Black Cat number two. I give this one a seven out of ten. Um, I didn't enjoy it quite as much as Batman Universe because it was it it was more heist stuff. But it wasn't as cool as the Batman Universe stuff because I read it then back to back. This was written by Jed McKay, art by Travel Foreman, color by Brian Reber, and uh, letters by Farron Delgado. And then this cover, uh, the covers are by Scott Campbell and Sabine Rich. Um, so, uh, yeah, this issue had, this it was a pretty cool issue. They're going after Doctor Strange's Starstone. And then they end up summoning uh, or transforming Xander into Xander the Merciless. So I am looking forward to see what happens happens next there, next there, and what her next heist is. And then we had the Flash number seventy four. I give this an eight out of ten. I did really enjoy this. Um, oh, what did I give Invisible Woman? I think I I'll, I'll get to that. Um, this continues uh, Flash year one. 
um, him going up against a turtle. Uh, this is written by Joshua Williamson and Howard Porter. Um, also art by them. I think they, they work together on both aspects of that, or maybe Howard Porter was also anyway, uh, color by hi-fi, uh, Steve Wards is the letterer. And then, uh, the cover was, uh, by Porter and hi-fi. Um, We've got the future flash flash had is held captive by the future uh turtle he forces him to use the um the 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 quantum tread is that what it's called quantum treadmill uh to travel back in time to follow the flash and to steal his speed force um so that he can uh fully take over central city and the world but uh old flash future flash does not want he he just wants young flash to run away but young flash says nope i'm gonna go and fight him and destroy him but he didn't count on uh the 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 turtles army well i'll leave that clip he's he's got twice the amount of trouble than he thought he was gonna have uh maybe even more so because there's age isn't as much of a factor in that second. It, the, the, the present day turtle is also there, uh, even though he's supposed to be locked away. They, they, I guess they broke him out or something out of prison. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, bad news. Bad news for the Flash. But I, re- I really like this issue. And um, I think the next issue is the conclusion of this story arc. So I am I'm pretty excited for that. Um, I, I keep saying I'm, I'm pretty excited for the next. I am. I am. I, I like all these stories. Um, it's sometimes hard to remember everything that's going on, but it's, I still enjoy all of them. Um, Invisible Woman number one. I, I gave this either a, no, I give this an eight out. I'm pretty sure I give this an eight out of 10. Um, it's written by Mark Wade. It was art by, uh, Mattia, uh, Delulius. Oh, I didn't write their name very well. Uh, De, De, De Julius. That's what it is. Um, I have really bad handwriting. Uh, I didn't leave spaces between where there should be spaces. Um, the cover by Adam Hughes. This cover is really cool. Um, there's with Sue Storm doing her thing right at the camera. Uh, and yeah, that that's all the credits for that one. Um, we we see uh we see Stu, Sue Storm Richards, um, in, on a mission at the beginning uh with uh, for the CIA I guess with an old partner and then uh we see her in the present. I I think there's a time jump. I don't think that it this happens like right back to back because we see the old Nick Fury in that first part. So I think it takes place like a long time ago, and then we see her now in the present. And she's uh, not recruited for this mission, but she they want information from her. The CIA wants her help as far as information goes, but not her help as far as her being a freaking superhero and be able to do stuff. But um, she doesn't listen to them, and she goes after her former colleague anyway on this rescue mission in Moravia. Um, and we're left with the cliffhanger. She, she arrives on sites where uh, she thinks she can... Um, she, she can uh, take action and the last page we see that the black widow is also there so i am looking forward to see what happens next there to see this unexpected team up um and then we have the last issue that i 
um, read from what I picked up this week. Uh, Supergirl issue number 32. Uh, the whole uh, this whole storyline continues with her going after Czar and uh, and Gandello, who's all they all want to kill the Kryptonians and all that. Um, she now has John Kent at her at her side, helping uh, along. He's he's an adult now, pretty much an adult. He's he's at least a teenager as opposed to a little kid. And uh, and Crypto is there with her as well, and uh, they're going face to face with Gandello, but they get uh, attacked. They get attacked by a horde of like uh, what are those? What do you call those? Like those foam, you know those capsules. They would then, like, you put it into water and they dissolve and they become, like, foam animals. It's like those, but, like, little monster creatures. And uh, they don't seem to be... <laughs> it's presented at, at first, like, they're, it's a huge problem that they're, like, being swarmed by these things. But it's, like, not even a problem at all. I thought that was really funny. But um, before I get into what happens to this issue, a story by Mark and- Andreco, art by Kevin McGuire... Um, colors by FCO Placentia, uh, letters by Tom Napolitano and, uh, Kevin McGuire and Chris something did the regular cover, but I didn't get that cover. I got the Kari Andrew Andrews variant cover, um, which is, is pretty cool, but I, I do like the variant covers that it's, I don't feel bad. I, I don't know what this character is. Is it Brainiac? gotta be i think it's pretty anyway it it doesn't have supergirl on the cover but it's a year of the villain cover so that's like fine um where's the offer oh it is the that's right all the books it's it's lex luther recruiting all kinds of people that's right that's right um that's what the offer is and how that ties into that at the end of this book okay so they 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 basically win, except that Zar gets his axe back. Zar just totally destroys Gandello. Um, and then they uh, use the transporter or whatever to, to get out of there. But the axe is left behind. That's not great that Zar has that. But uh, they did get away from all the trouble they were in. Um, and then we see in the last page that Luther is, uh, uh, makes that offer to Brainiac 1. So we'll see what happens there um yeah i i did really just why did i only rate it a seven out of ten i i think i like talking about it i am more excited than maybe it was just because i remember it the most because i read it just now but um i thought that i'd be able to read unnatural issue number 11 but then i realized like reading the first page i was like wait what is i don't remember any context for this at all and i checked my app and I have not read issue number 10 yet. Uh, so that's another one that I picked up this week. Unnatural issue number 11. Um, that's an easy one that I can get caught up on. Um, I'm only one other issue behind there. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man issue number 25. It's a big old 60-page issue. 60 pages of Spider-Man. Spider- Is it Spider-Mania? Or Spider-Mania? Spider-Mania. But um, I've, I've, I'm so far behind on Amazing Spider-Man. Um, Jim Hansen's Beneath the Dark Crystal, issue number 11 of 12. Um, I left off, I've read through issue number 8. So this is another one that I could get almost caught up on. 
or I could get caught up on with just uh, a few minutes time there. Uh, Catwoman number 13. I did not realize that I was so far behind on this, but I got the variant cover of this. Also, oh, all of these Year of the Villain variant covers, they are like on uh, cardstock. Uh, they have cardstock covers, which is like, it's it's super cool. Um, but let's see, where's the credits page? I want to see who did this variant cover. Who did this very cover? Why are these Batman Superman number one sneak previews in all of these issues? I don't care for that. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Batman Superman number one. Stop giving me this, this preview. Um but the variant cover Oh, of course of course. Of course. Why would I think it was anybody else? Uh it's uh it's art germ it's an art germ cover. It's pretty awesome. All the Catwoman variant covers have been awesome. All the Supergirl variant covers have been awesome until this time. So I don't, I don't care about that. That cover. I want Supergirl on the variant cover. Anyway, um, they caught up on, on Catwoman. I'm, I'm not very far behind. We have Detective Comics issue number 1007. Um, this variant cover is pretty cool as well. Um... We've got Event Leviathan number two. Uh, I just I get I'm so far behind in everything. There's all these events going on, all that. Um, we have Go Go Power Rangers issue number twenty one. Uh, we have another. Uh, we've got Cyborg on the cover here. Who who did this cover? Who did this? This is Justice League August Odyssey issue number eleven. And this variant cover is by uh, Lucio Pario. So that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, they're all all these uh, variant covers for Year of the Villain. The offer are like just the portraits looking straight at camera, which is is a cool unifying thing between them. But it breaks. It it kind of breaks in some cases. Like to, I'm gonna keep coming back to that. That the super supergirl variants have been so good, and then this one just doesn't it's not bad, but it doesn't have supergirl on it. Come on. Um uh Naomi issue number six. I why don't I just get caught up on that? I need to get caught up on all the Wonder Comics. Why not? They were one of the, the easiest they're the, the, the funnest reads. They're the easiest reads. It's not like they're just daunting tasks to to read through those they're just they're just plain fun i should just get knock those out and read all of them like right now uh we have robotech event horizon chapter two this is uh issue number 22 of robotech still very far behind on that one this fantastic cover lois lane on this cover she's why it's a year a year of the villain it's an amazing cover Man, this cover is awesome. But like why if if they have Lois Lane on Superman number 13, why couldn't they have Supergirl on Supergirl on the latest Supergirl um for the the villain, you're the villain covers. But uh this variant cover is uh by Adam Hughes. Uh so there you go. Have him him popping up again. He did that uh one did he do 
Yeah, uh, he did that in Invisible Woman cover. Number one. Then we have uh, Symbiote Spider-Man issue number four. Um, I need to get caught up on that. Wonder Woman number 74. Another Jenny Frizen cover that is fantastic is her there holding a sword. And it's just it's freaking gorgeous. That's the variant cover. Um, then we have the variant of Wonder Twins number six, which is super cool. And I need to just get caught up on that, like I said. And then we have Young Justice issue number seven, uh, which also has an awesome variant cover. Um, I, I wasn't aware that the... I guess I was aware, but I d- didn't bother switching my subscription over to the variants. But uh, this one is particularly awesome. And if I can find the credits page, that would be great. So that Okay, uh, this variant is uh by riley rosmo and ivan placentia placentia um oh oh that lois line cover is just so good so good it's the um they just have an ad opposite (laughs) that page but um yeah we see uh is it kid flash oh it's like such a weird like it's such a weird style I love it. It's cool. It's cool. It's kind of in the style of the, um, uh, maybe it's the same art- artist as who's been doing Martian Manhunter. I'd have to look that up. Um, in fact, I am going to look that up because that was the last book to talk about. So I may as well, uh, just take a moment to look up Martian Manhunter. Um, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter, where are you? Okay, let's see. Um, <clears throat> show more, show more, show more. What? Does he do the interior art as well? Rosmo? Placentia, there he is. Yeah, it is him. Look the, let's take a look at that again. Double take. See, I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Oh, yeah. It's it's both of them. A uh, duh. Um, see, I eventually I'll, I'll get to know the artists. I, I like I, I, I slowly learn more and more about whatever I get into. And now I'm starting to, to recognize. Now I remember. Oh, yeah, that's the artist that does Martian Manhunter uh I, that's a hard name to remember rosmo i can remember but um oh i saw it, uh the writer of marsh Martian manager was at um denver pop culture con and i i'm glad that i i didn't end up going talking to him um i i probably should have anyway and said that i really liked the book but my initial instinct was to go really oh i love the artwork in Martian manhunter manhunter and i'm glad that i didn't do that uh without like looking up who exactly that guy was is the he was the the writer he was not the art the the artist or one of the artists because like i could have made myself really dumb look pretty dumb like oh i love the art i was like i have nothing to do with the art <laughs> but um yeah there you, there you go um lots of i i just need to get caught up on everything i say that every week 
But uh, you know, I did I did read five of the new ones coming in out of the twenty total. <laughs> so I fall further and further behind. But I'm not traveling nearly as much uh this week. I am I am traveling. I I'm traveling just as much as but um I'll be back home and I'm you know, I may as well I, I screw it. I am gonna take some comics with me so that I can read them while I'm out and about. Yes. I should do that. And it in order to do that, I'm going to empty out my DK three um the the file folder that i have or uh, it's like a bookcase box that holds only like 10 comics something like that um or maybe i'll just take dk3 with me and uh read that on the road and then i can clear that then i can put them into uh you know into the 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 long the short boxes and um then uh, so, t- take a whole set of other comics with me um in that box in the little box um on the next trip after that um i think that's a good plan so uh so i can actually read stuff when i'm on the road because i the way it is has been i just don't take like any entertainment uh while i did have my headphones i lost my headphones on this last trip uh it must have been like in the lift from the airport to the hotel or something stupid like that or it wasn't even that i think i had my headphones like at the zoo so i it must have been at, well, I did take a lift from the zoo to the yeah, it was probably in, there. But anyway, I couldn't I couldn't listen to podcasts or anything like that because I don't have a dongle for my phone. Um, but at the airport, I did have I do have my adapt did have my reader. I, I already talked about this on the other on the raw episode, but I did have my uh, adapter for um, my iPad, so I was able to watch raw in the airport. But uh, it's just too unwieldy to have my my laptop, not my laptop, my my iPad out, um, and so I just only had the sound coming from my uh, my switch because I had a, a pair of wired headphones um, as a backup. But it's not a great backup when you can't use them with anything anyway. <laughs> um, I could use it for two of the three things I have with me, but uh, I, yeah. Anyway. Hopefully I can get caught up. Uh, I think it should, I should make it a goal to read two comics per day. Like just every, every, every day is get, uh, just read two more comics at least. Um, and then if I, if I get more than two comics in one day, then I'll get even more ahead and that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, hopefully someday that's my goal. Even though more and more comics come out every week, that's my goal is to have read every comic that I own or, and, and part of that solution might be to sell some of the comics because <laughs> I have a bunch of like random comics that I picked up like as part of like surprise packages and things like that. Maybe I should just like sell those or give them away so that they <laughs> help my, my completion percentage. Um, but uh, yeah. And I have so many, so many manga books, so many volumes from like a surprise manga package is like 30 books in there and those are mo- those aren't even and i haven't been putting those those aren't in my database until i've actually read them so like they don't help the percentage at all i think by finishing them and then entering into the da- database is finished the per- overall percentage actually goes down i think because if you have okay if you i had 
let's say I, I have 10 books and I have read five of them. So that's 50%. But then if I add a book that I have read, then that's six out of 11. Oh, it does increase. That does make it better. What is six out of 11? 11. Okay. I take that back. It does help the percentage very, very slightly. Um, I mean, that example, it helps it a lot. It helps by like 4%. But um, when you're in the thousands, one out of a thousand, that doesn't really, that it doesn't make much of a dent. But um, anyway, I think that's everything I want to talk, to talk about in this episode. Um, so let me know what you thought about all these books, especially what you thought about this week's issue of Supergirl, since that's the one that I enjoyed the most, even though I gave it a 7 out of 10. But um, you know what? I'm going to say uh, it loses a point. It loses two points for the, the variant cover not being super awesome. Like all of the other Supergirl issues. Um, I'm going to look into that. I mean, I need to go. Uh, when, I, when I get this week's comics, I need to get the regular cover of Supergirl just so I have an actual Supergirl cover on <laughs> for that for that number but anyway um let me know what you thought about everything and what comics you've been reading and uh what you're looking forward to coming out soon by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes spotify stitcher youtube wherever you like to listen stay safe out there and all of the infinite multiverses and i'll see you soon here on tiw podcast bye